Do you want to talk about how you're feeling right now? Oh, so many questions. What does this mean? What do I do? <laughs> Go on! Tell them what you think! I liked it. I think your calculations may have been off. I think it's all right. I just have a lot of feelings. This pleases me. These are perfectly normal feelings. Do you even know what you sound like when you talk like that? Now, shall we begin? Come on, knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. We've been wanting to tell you all about what we're watching too. All right, guys, welcome back to the Real Feels Podcast and another exciting episode of What Are You Watching? Now, unfortunately, this is taking a uh, a bit of a replacement for our episode of The Faculty, but don't worry, that episode is coming. So we needed something to you know, fill in the gap and put in your ear holes, but don't worry, we're going to be talking some movies, and more importantly, I have my friend, Brad from the Cinema Guys is back. Brad, how we doing? I am doing great. I didn't know you were, uh, were missing the faculty over this. You should have told me I would have prepared for that one. Oh, uh, you know, it's it's all right. It's all <laughs> I'd right. come on and talk the faculty. I love oh, that Oh, isn't it? It's such a fun... <laughs> fun film i was actually really excited that that was nathan's choice for teen thriller and i was like man what is he gonna choose for teen thriller and i don't want to be all like hey nathan you know i i do like me some horror i could give you some easy recommendations you you reach beside you like i have a list if you uh if you need it (laughs) i have a list drew (laughs) did you just make this today no, no, I, no. I actually wrote this up three years ago. I just keep it on hand. <laughs> just a giant list of teen terror. Oy. So, guys, but yeah, thank it's, you for having it's coming. Me back, and I'm glad that Brad is here. Brad is always the hoot. Brad is such a fun guy. He has had me on uh, on his show quite a bit to discuss things like Speed Racer Speed and Racer. Uh, Eight-Legged Freaks. Oh, yeah, I love uh, that movie so much. Just... The the beauty of it. <laughs> Whenever your spiders can make little sounds, sorry, Paul. It's always fun. <laughs> it makes it it makes it worthwhile. It really does. So, guys, today Brad and I are going to be doing a little mini top five for one of our one of our many many movie uh, challenges that we give ourselves. And uh, last year we did. 100 days of horror and we, uh, we both surpassed it some of Easily. us more than others because because <laughs> i don't have a life but to this year starting on june 3rd we decided to truly challenge ourselves and we gave us we gave us we gave uh, ourselves <laughs> a uh, a bit of a boost with 150 days of horror and uh That's true even even now uh we are we are surpassing ourselves. <laughs> it it should only it should only be gosh how many should we have? We should have only twenty four movies. I think so. So, so far around that, and um, it, I think you you're. I'm at forty six. Okay, I'm at thirty seven. So. Okay, so yeah, we're we're steadily making it there. So we're going to be doing currently what we would consider our top five viewings. Of our 150 days of horror. 
for you guys thus far. So yeah. we still we still have a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of watches to go. We we have all the way till Halloween night, which I think for myself, a personal goal, I always try to do these movie challenges, especially with, you know, the countdown movie challenges or the one that like I made for myself and real feels and anybody else who wanted to that there and back of then. I, I always try to do a new watch now. I know I told you that I was personally trying for at least 100, maybe 125 new watches and then save save a few for, you know, some favorites that I'll, you know, of course, do my annual viewings at Halloween and whatnot. Yes. So, but all of these. And I'm kind of, I didn't set a, you know, a certain mark for new, but I want to do more majority new and sprinkle some sprinkle some some favorites in there mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. so uh i mean for me currently all of these top 5 are brand new watches are they also for you um all but one <gasps> all but one all right yeah well brad i'm i'm going to let you get the ball rolling with your uh with your number 5 now are My these are these actually any particular order are they actually of uh 1 to 5 or are they just Top five. Yes. Okay. Yep. Cool. They are they're one to five. All right. So my number five is a new movie that just came to Shutter, and it is called Reveal. Re- it is called Revealer, <laughs> and it's uh. I'll give you the quick synopsis. Tensions rise when a stripper and a religious p- protester are trapped together in a peep show booth and must come together to survive the apocalypse in 1980s Chicago. Okay. And it's uh it's real it's really fun. Like you have the old eighties throwback feel with, you know, the synth score and the these two people from completely different sides mm-hmm. of, you know, spectrum politically everything and, and kind of how they're uh they view one another and realize that Hey, they're they're kind of a lot of similarities in them as they go along to try to uh you know survive the apocalypse that is happening. All right. It's a it's real fun. I I, I would highly recommend Revealer. Okay. Well, my number five is uh straight out of 2022 and It's not streaming anywhere on any particular service or channel. It's definitely going to have to be a rental. And it's one that I saw that you uh, partook in. And I was like, man, you know what? I like that cover. I like the colors. I kind of like the story. Let's get down to this. So now I number five is Unhuman. That was an honorable mention. It just missed. Just missed. Okay. So we got seven misfit students must band together against a growing gang of unhuman savages. Their trust in each other gets tested to the limit in a brutal, horrifying fight to survive as they take down the murderous zombie creatures. Now, I really, really enjoyed this clear and cut dynamics of despite the fact that it's a zombie survival movie, Mm -hmm. you still have the bitchy, clicky ups and downs (laughs) of high school. That's yes, you do. It doesn't matter the fact that they're dying. But when you have like our protagonist tell her best friend, like, no, I'm going to go off my own. What? We can't separate. No, it's okay. Go. You're good at that. 
Like, <laughs> you're just like, what? No, don't separate yourselves. Don't be so petty right now. You're going to die. <laughs> no, it, it was it was very good. And, and you get a little twist in there that uh, I wasn't right? expecting to happen. The the twist I was definitely not expecting because the one of the people that the that it's coming from, you're almost like, OK, maybe it's not really their choice. But then the actions they take, you're like, no, they're definitely in it. They're just super yeah. nervous about it. Like they're not unsure. Yeah. They're on board. They're just nervous. And you're like, nope, you know, nope, deserved, deserved <laughs> is what I say for the ending. Uh, but it, it was it was enjoyable. I, I liked it. Oh, I didn't so. I didn't necessarily think it was slow. I thought it was very engaging. It did keep you on your toes uh, with enough twists and turns. And yeah, definitely not what you it, think. And I know some people might look at it and see that it's Blumhouse putting it out. And I know there's a lot of feelings that go about some Blumhouse releases. Yeah, this is this is on the this is on the upside. So it, don't, agreed. agreed. Don't think about that and, yeah. and and check it out. All right. Number four. My number four. So. Drew and I mm. partake in watching films on Tubi. Yes, we do. So I I do Tubi Tuesday and I come up, you know, we always have a theme every week. Mm -hmm. So one week we did Italian horror. So oh. I really, really wanted to check out more Italian horror. And I believe this is one. Was this one of the ones I watched an Italian horror night or before? But anyway, it's a uh, demons. Okay, From that 19 might have been I think Oh man, you know what? If I want to if I want to remember correctly, I think you watched Demons early and then you said oh, I need more Italian right. horror in my life and that's when we decided. You are correct. This that's is, when we decided. This is what kind of set that yes. up. Yes. But and I I had never seen Demons. I'd always heard about it. So I watched Demons Demons 2 and the first one, a group of random people invited to a screening of a mysterious movie only to find themselves trapped in the theater with ravenous demons. Mm. And just like any Italian horror, I mean, it, they know they know how to bring the gore. Right. And <laughs> it's so it's so bright, it's so red. It, it's not your typical gore. You could tell that it's like fake over the top, but it's just it's so fun to watch. And, and I think after this, with with everything that happens in this film, that's why I was like, I need more Italian horror. Mm. I need to watch more because you know they there's a reason there's a there's a whole subgenre dedicated to oh, them. Of course, <laughs> nice. Now, have you seen Demons? Now, I like, no. Remember, I, I okay. I I, I oh, do. Right. I do yes. have it. It's literally sitting. Over in my bookshelf, the the collector's uh, Blu-ray set that came out uh, not too long ago, probably I think like maybe a year, year and a half, year and a half ago. So it's sitting there waiting, of course, with my other hundreds of DVDs and Blu-rays that I <laughs> that I just I have a problem, Brett, um, <laughs> that you haven't watched that I haven't watched yet. Um, so it, it sits there waiting and it, it there will come a day and it, and it just might be part of 150 Days of Horror. Well, I I suggest you, you squeeze it in there. You'll uh, I think you'll enjoy it. All right. Well, Brad, much like you, 
for number four, I also watched some Italian horror. So mm. my number four is 1972's Don't Torture the Duckling. Well, it's on my list. I have mm. not watched it yet. So uh, directed by Lucio Fulci, we have a reporter and a promiscuous young woman try to solve a series of child killings in a remote southern Italian uh, town rife with superstition and a distrust of outsiders. Now, I liked this. I thought it was uh, just super intriguing. You're constantly guessing about what's happening, and there's a lot of little details that allow you to really do some plot and world building without any real dialogue. You're watching just okay. like the countryside and a lot of interactions between people, little cars driving here and there. And it was uh, when I watched it, it was it was dubbed, which kind of just, I think, added to a little bit of the silliness, but it still made it <laughs> but it still made it fun to watch. And, and I mean, and I think that's most of Italian horror that you get. Like, even you can tell that their lips are speaking English, but it's dubbed over. Oh, just recently. And I know I said this in the chat the other night. I, I was watching uh, Unkind, and I know it was an Italian horror, and it was dubbed in English. I mean, and they're speaking English. I can clearly tell they're speaking English by their yeah. by their lip movements. But it, I don't know if it was like the accents were like too thick to understand. But it's clearly they're saying the right words, but it, I digress. Uh, <laughs> but I, this is what I love about some Italian horrors. I mean, first off, the, the titles are just fun. I mean, don't oh, yeah. don't torture the duckling. It, Come on. There now. are a lot of them that have. Multiple names, so right. you'll mostly see it called by something else. Oh, I'm sorry. Then, don't torture. A du don't torture a duckling, not the duckling. You'll um, see it. You'll see some other title. Exactly. But more importantly, I, I love the fact that it's not like horror, right? It's more like dramatic mystery with mm -hmm. like thrown in uh, seri seriousness of like people dying. And, you know, more importantly here, it's not necessarily the people, but it's like it's children that end up dead. And so you f you follow this reporter who's not really taken seriously in town and he's always being like shut out of the uh the crime scenes because he's not with the police and they're suspecting that it's you know this one person but then they're not sure and then they think it's the local witch and it, it's just it's left right center and like red herring red herring okay. this that that and it, it does keep you guessing and i i guessed a little early on. And I and I ended up being right. But then even when I knew I was going to be right, they threw something out and I'm all like, well, now I don't know anymore because that makes perfect sense. <laughs> so uh, highly recommend it. Uh, I, that was okay. also on Tubi. So I added it to my yeah. list that I think the day that you put it up there, I was like, oh, I got to add this one. Yeah, it's it was good. I, I very much enjoyed it. Okay. Number three. Number three. Now this this is my my one rewatch mm, on my list. Okay. I saw this movie uh a couple years ago at the Horror Hound like virtual festival during mm -hmm, our mm -hmm. uh, quarantine. And it finally came out on Blu-ray 
about a month ago, and that's Mutant Blast from Troma Pictures. And this is Maria, a fearless soldier, and TS-347, a man with superhuman strength, are being pursued by a military cell responsible for scientific experiments that have resulted in a zombie apocalypse. Mm. So basically, an atomic bomb ends up going off, and you get zombies, and as they're on the, the run, there's mutated people, like one guy gets his hand chopped off and then like a <laughs> a, a a baby rat <laughs> grows out of his hand so it's it's got like a little rat on his hand and no, like it's completely ridiculous i'm immediately sold <laughs> and it 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 uh it has a lobster man and a dolphin man fighting each other with katana swords and stuff and it, it it's ridiculous 100% ridiculous this might be my favorite trauma movie i've ever seen and it's just stupid, stupid fun. That is, <laughs> that's outstanding. I love it. I love it. Oh, man, that's great. If, if you just need mindless silliness, watch Mutant. Good, Blast. good. That's, that's, my, <laughs> that's my kind of jam. Oh, all right. So uh, my number three is one that our friend Mario uh, stated after his watch. He said, that that was a rough one. Like that was rough to get through. <laughs> I think I know where you're going. And uh, it was it was 2021's The Sadness. It's really good. It's okay, but I incre- I can see how it's hard to get through. Ooh, in- incredibly good, in- incredibly good. But man, and you know what? It's not even the violence. It's it's the dialogue, really. Yeah, that's that actually was getting it for me, although some some scenes uh, were the the eye socket. Uh, Oh, no. Oh, no. That one didn't get you. Oh, no, no, no. It did. It did. It did. Okay, so if no one knows 2001's or 2021's the sadness as Taiwan succumbs to a viral pandemic that transforms peaceful citizens into sadistic bloodthirsty maniacs a young couple must battle to be reunited before they too become infected all right um and they're not they're not just zombies no it's not even zombies you know what it is it's it's like 28 days later you know what? Because yes. and I know and God, I've, I've had this argument with people online and I'm like, it's not a zombie movie. And they're like, it's totally a zombie movie. It says it on the cover. It says a new a new breed of zombie. And I'm like, but it's not zombie. They're like, even the director said it's zombie. I don't care what the director said. It's not a zombie film. So much like 28 days later, they people are infected with some type of virus. Mm-hmm. Uh, except. We like. You, you don't really know what it is exactly. You just know that there's a bug going around. And I mean, yes. definitely Taiwan jumped on top of the whole COVID factor because that's exactly the kind of thing that they're showing. They're all like, cool. Yep. There's a pandemic. The government is kind of like trying to in, uh, impart restrictions. Businesses are shut down. Stuff is super expensive now. People are out of jobs. Like, okay, cool. Everyone should be familiar with exactly the premise of this film. And then 
people start getting sick and going crazy. And it's not even so instead of 28 days later, there's no rage like they're not just going crazy. But now you have people. It's different. You have people just like being dark. And as as the descriptor said, sadistic, like saying things that you're like, what do you kiss your mother with that mouth? Like, why? Why are you some things? I'll tell you that much. (laughs) And so they'll say like obscene and dark and like perverse and gross things and uh, like insanely violent, almost like. Oh, yeah. And and again, it's not it's not 28 days later where they're, you know, just crazy and running at you and screaming. These individuals will like stop, stare, smile and then run at you like quietly, like together in hordes, like in their pace together. And it's it's weird because like they're still cognizant and they're understanding everything. But they're just so yeah. dark. It's so dark because it gives you an insight to like apparently the the f- this flu or this virus is just uh, it's it's letting no filter. It, it, yeah, basically it brings out your. I don't want to say darkest desires, but it brings out like the darkness that's yeah. kind of inside you. Not a rage type, but it's just like. Right. It, it is kind of hard to yeah, explain. Like if I you're mean, I mean, I, I mean, I know I said filter, but like, I mean. If if like the safe search was turned off of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what comes out. Um, but very good. Uh, an ending I was not yes. expecting. It's a very good it's, movie. It's I, I've dark, told many it's heavy. people they need to check out the sadness. I, I would recommend it. I, I kind of made, made the mistake of like watching it late at night. And then I'm just like, how am I, how am I going to bed after this? <laughs> this is like, oh, this is super dark. I need to watch some Father Brown or something. I need, I need something happy. <laughs> I need something happy. Uh, <laughs> quite clearly, the sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. Number four. All right, so that was your number three. We're, we're at number twos. We're our top two. So my number two is also another Italian horror. Mm-hmm. Now, this one I do know I, I watched during our Italian horror theme. Okay. Uh, and it is called Paganini Horror. And it's when a female rock band uses an infamous old piece of sheet music to record their new album in an old mansion. Yes. They accidentally open a portal to hell. I love it. And it's same as, uh, you know, other Italian. This is just, it's really fun. And, and it's, it's gory, it's bloody. And what's funny when we, we just talked about dubbing over Donald Pleasance is in this film. Oh. And it's dubbed over, but they give him like this deep voice when he starts <laughs> talking. And I'm like, when it first came on, I just started laughing because I'm like, this isn't Donald Pleasance, but okay. I can, <laughs> I can go along with this. Oh and, my gosh. And there's a little twist at the end that I liked. It was, it, it just hit the right. I don't want to say the, I could say the right notes. Oh, I see what you I see what you did there. Hit the right note. It just hit. Yep, it just landed perfectly for me. Would you you say it struck a chord? 
It did strike a chord. So the movie didn't fall flat? <laughs> it did not. It was very sharp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Paganini Horror. You can watch it on Tubi. All right. Well, uh, my number two, it, it comes from a place where I was pleasantly surprised of just, again, searching the depths of Tubi. And I, I couldn't stop. There, there I, are some depths. And there, there are some depths. <laughs> um, and I couldn't stop laughing. I could not stop laughing in this movie, even up to the point where just it was purely absurd. And even in the movie, one of the characters says, this is at the point of the film where nothing makes sense. And I loved it. It is 2012's Dead Sushi. Now, Dead Sushi is a film where we have a disgruntled researcher injects his former employer's meal with a serum that turns their sushi into flesh-eating monsters. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, you could pair this and actually you could have a full course meal of like food, <laughs> food horror movies. You could you could watch Dead Sushi. You could, you know, kind of match it up with you know killer donuts <laughs> okay. for for a little dessert um and you know maybe if it was around christmas time you could watch like ginger dead man i mean it's it's just <laughs> the movie itself is bonkers and it's it's quite funny and it's a good like hero's journey kind of story but okay it becomes so crazy that you just kind of you just kind of like at one point just smile and nod because that's all you got left. And it and it's fine. It's perfectly fine that it doesn't make sense because you're just you're still enjoying it so much. Is is it uh, that crazy, silly, like, you know, say something like a, a thanks killing or or something like that? Or is it? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, of a different but it has silly. better. Uh, it has better uh, quality than thanks okay. killing. Okay. Like definitely it has a higher production value, um, okay. but it's still fun. And it's just great. And I mean, even in even uh, in amidst the comedy, you still have some good action to it as well. Uh, and it's just it's just kooky, it, kooky beyond words. <laughs> and I was I was never more happy to find it. So definitely a rental on Tubi. I desperately tried to find a Blu-ray for it, but I wasn't going to pay like these forty five, sixty seven dollars mm. that people were asking on on uh, eBay. No, I'll I'll wait to randomly find it one day. Wait to randomly find it at the uh, Dollar Tree or something. I if, th if this popped up at the Dollar Tree, I would buy every copy, <laughs> every single copy. Give them away nice. as prizes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'm gonna add this to my watch list. Oh yeah, do do not pass this up. Okay. Perfect. Mm. Number. Do we need a drum roll now? Number ones. Number one. Number one, this is the one I feel, you know, I, I don't think we're going to have any crossover because I don't think my number one and your number one are going to align. I don't think so. But my number one is also a Shudder original. It just came out a few weeks ago. It is a movie that has been 30 years in the making. Stop motion animation, horror film, Mad God from Phil Tippett. And... 
if you could explain it, this is what I found because <laughs> I couldn't explain it without looking it up. A corroded diving bell descends amidst a ruined city and the assassin emerges from it to explore a labyrinth of bizarre landscapes inhabited by freakish denizens. That's that's what the uh, synopsis they have that's, on IMDb. I mean, that's pretty... That's that's very vague, but also quite accurate. Um, <laughs> yes. So yes. I'll, I'll tell you right now, Brad, this is my honorable mention that I'm going to sneak mm-hmm. in before my number one. And it only makes the honorable mention because I'm still processing what the fuck I watched. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. And I want to watch it again. Yeah. I, I think it, it deserves it, mostly, it, it. It deserves it. It mostly hits the top because. I am a huge fan of stop motion animation. It's stunning. It really is. Like a studios, every movie they put out, I love. And and seeing this in the twisted creations that Phil Tippett came up with through this weird kind of adventure through the labyrinth of just craziness, I was like, okay, this movie just visually is at the top for me and and i okay it, visually it's, and there's zero it's, dialogue right well i mean zero dialogue from like any real characters yeah. like there's like yeah, there's a there's, there's a couple human characters there's some human there. characters and then there's like you know background noise or like a radio uh mm-hmm. announcement or something but there's no actual dialogue from characters but visually it's stunning it's so great oh, yeah. it's beautiful but at the same time you're like I'm terrified and confused and I don't know what's happening, but I can't look away. Like it's you're watching <laughs> everything. And and I remember I was writing to you guys and I'm like. Could you imagine this in like real life with practical effects? Oh, my God. Like this would be horrifying. And you're like, it already is horrifying. And I'm like, but even more <laughs> like it's true. Who doesn't want this as like a video game? Like, would you not want to play the assassin going through these worlds? Oh, it would be amazing. It'd be so Especially crazy. With these visuals. Oh my gosh. These visuals and the, the whatever the little lizard thing chasing you with the big eyes. Oh yeah. It's, it's just trying to find the right like weathered down post apocalyptic like motorcycle or Jeep that would yes. start up in time before something <laughs> chases you down. The 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 ashen creatures that are sent off to the forge to like do manual labor and then are run over or uh, to extract something from a creature and then have it go down some type of like conveyor belt only to be injected into something else and to pop out and to like water plants or something like it's it is i okay how did i describe it i i told everyone i said like it is a kaleidoscope of what the fuck that is what I described it as. <laughs> Pretty much. And, and it's like, accurate. Like I couldn't I couldn't sit and explain what the hell I watched. But after it was done, I was like, holy shit, I love this movie. And I couldn't explain really why aside right. from I love the visuals and I love like I could pick like little pieces of like yeah there's had him on the there's operating things table like, like oh my god what they do to him and like well i was also so confused by like i mean not to like spoil it for anybody but like when they were doing the operation and then what they you know were going inside and what they pulled out and i'm thinking like is the stargate what did you just rip out of him like what's <laughs> what is that and it's crying exactly. like and it's crying like a baby 
my god. And and I, and I just want to sit there and go, okay, Phil Tippett. People know you from you know like Star Wars, Jurassic Park. Like you're a special effects like maestro. This is what you pull out of your head. You're like, wow. Yeah, it it was it was beyond bizarre, but I mean, yes, quite quite worth it. Quite worth it. Oh, it's an experience. Yeah, let's just say that to to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. So that is my number one is Mad God. All right. So uh, number one for me, it comes from a place of more intrigue, and I would I would honestly say I watched this movie with a furrowed brow, like the entire time, like just like this. Hmm. Okay. All right. And then immediately a shocking moment of like, ah, ah. Uh, it involves your mad god's not your number one. No, no, it's not that. Uh, <laughs> the shock moment comes with a scene with a cat, uh, and this is 2021's The Innocence. Mm, I have not seen it. So Jason has seen it. Our friend Jay. Uh, so uh, 2021's The Innocence. Uh, During the bright Nordic summer, a group of children reveal their dark and mysterious powers when the adults aren't looking. Now, this is, it's it's a trip. So like these kids supposedly like have these abilities and they develop these abilities or Hmm. they... There's no explanation as to where the where their powers come from. And some of them are like telepathy or telekinetic um, or uh, like mental suggestions. So it's like the new mutants. Yeah, but good. Hanging out. Um, but good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's my hot take. All right. Um, that's not even a hot take. It wasn't that good of a movie. No, um, it wasn't that good. But. Yeah, no, it's so interesting to watch these kids and their interactions with each other. And uh, you mainly follow this one little girl and her sister because they just moved to this new little apartment complex and she doesn't have many friends. And so she goes out and she finds uh, a new friend and he shows her that he has this ability. He's all like, oh, here, like, hold this, hold this stick up. And uh, I'll tell you when to drop it. And she she drops it and he like kind of jerks his head and the stick drops, but then suddenly flies off to the left. And she she's like, what? That's crazy. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Isn't that neat? And from there, it, it just goes a little bit further. And it it's so interesting to see the development of like who has what powers and like the lives that they're coming from. Like one little girl is completely kind of like helicopter parented by one of her moms. Um, Another uh, girl sister to our protagonist is actually like, she's super autistic, like almost like nonverbal. And so she just kind of sticks to herself unless her sister, you know, guides her somewhere to go sit and play. Okay. Um <clears throat> and then another little boy is uh he's kind of he's kind of the loner. Um however, I I will tell you this, one of the kids throughout the movie uh progressively gets darker. And I will flat out say I don't think I have ever 
Mm, maybe not ever, but it's definitely in my top three. Like I, as as Loisos, you know, from Epic Film Guy says, I want to see a kid get decapitated <laughs> or I want to see a kid get strangled. Um, the, just one of the kids, you you end up hating them. Because they're so they get so dark. And okay. it's it's upsetting, like how evil they become. And you I, I don't think they end up actually even regretting their choices, which is even more so. Mm. So it's, uh, so it's like uh, like Macaulay Culkin from The Good Son. Yeah, but he's a sociopath. <laughs> I don't know if this kid's it's true. I don't think this kid's a sociopath. I, OK, yeah, okay. I think they're just. They just become dark um, and it doesn't really it, like there's not a lot of. Of why or the explanations again it's it's more like things happen and you just kind of roll with it. All right. And I got you. but again, good film. I, I very much enjoyed it. it. It was a lot of fun. Was this a, a rental or was it streaming? This was a rental on on Prime okay. on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, yeah. So two of mine were rentals on Amazon Prime and everything else was. Uh, oh, no. Wait, I think the sadness might have already been out, but I'm not sure. Maybe that was a rental. I can't remember. I can't remember what I rented or not. <laughs> but you watched them. But I watched them. But yes. Well. That's our top five. That's our top five of 150 days of horror up to this point. Up to, up to this point. I mean, we're only, you know, <laughs> right around 40 movies. We're, in. So we're not even a month, a month into it. And yeah, we're already we're already past the quote-unquote month mark yes (laughs) but yeah uh guys if you want to find out what brad and i are watching uh i continuously post up on the real phil's twitter instagram uh on our uh facebook page vr instagram i know brad will post primarily over on the 2b tuesday um any Tubi watches okay. I put over on Tubi Tuesday, anything Tubi else is, okay. is uh, Cinema Guys. Okay. But I, I will retweet those Tubi Tuesday watches so that way they're all... As as will we. At the Cinema Guys. Too. But, guys, more importantly, if you specifically want to be following what myself and Brad uh, are watching, you can always check out our letterboxes, and I'll put those links in the uh, yes. the show notes below. If you're I have listening. a wonderful 150 days of horror list that I have to yes. keep track of them all. And yep. I know you do, too. Yep. I will. I, I you know what? I uh, yeah, I'm just uh, I'm just logging those. I'm not specifically uh, keeping track of where I'm watching them uh, like I am with there and back okay. again. I, I really should. I should go back and I should update that um, in case anyone's wanting to. But. Uh, both of our lists do keep track of the movies, period, specifically. So, yep. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Brad, thank you for coming on uh, Real Fills for what have you been watching? Uh, so where where can everyone find you on the interwebs? Well, they can find everything Cinema Guys related. Just go to wearethecinemaguys.com. You can find links to social you know our podcast which is everywhere our youtube page which that's primarily where to be tuesday lays so it's all over there all right 
And I had a I had a blast, Drew. I <laughs> love coming on talking uh talking whatever with you. <laughs> what whatever whatever you want to throw at me. I'm here for it. Next week we'll be looking at an IKEA instruction manual, folks. So be yes, sure. it's gonna be riveting. <laughs> be sure to join us for that. <laughs> Oh, uh, but guys, be sure to check out the Real Feels podcast up on Twitter. We are at Real Feels Pod. Again, any of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, just search for the Real Feels podcast. You can also call us up and leave a voicemail, 661-736-661. I just forgot my own damn hotline number. <laughs> yeah, you did. 661. Ah, oh, that's terrible of me. You know what, guys? It's in the show notes. I don't need to tell you. You can just go to the show. <laughs> I'm good at my go. job. Um, so you can call the hotline. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, be on the lookout for our teen terror episode coming up in two weeks time where we will have the faculty brought to us by Nathan. And then coming up after that, guys. I am bringing you some samurai action. So that'll be my next genre. And I believe after that, we may try to tackle our uh, our next and final Patreon episode. Mm. So exciting. Mm. Be sure to also, uh, oh, oh. follow the hashtag 150 days of horror. Oh, we yeah. have other people that have been posting stuff. Too, that, that's so. true. We do have a, a few friends that are following us and they are also participating. So, yes, hashtag 150 days of horror 150. And yeah, guys, we will uh, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you're the realist. Okay. I'm like, uh, damn it, Drew, you got me on this last time, too. <laughs> I know, we did last time. All right, guys, you're the realist and the feelist. Now that I've embarrassed Brad, my job is done. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>